Bingo bongo. All right. Hey, hey, everybody, and welcome back to the OK Gatsby. It's season four, colon, vibe, vibe and, and read, read with, with us. us. You oh, know what nice. it is. You love it. You can't get enough of it. You can't get enough of it. Uh, my name is Terrence Hartnett. Alongside me, as always, is Kevin Lopkovich. Kevin. Hey, my man. How you doing up there in upstate New York? I'm chilling, straight chilling, summer vibes, chilling going on long Cedar walks. Rapids up there. Yeah, call it call it whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> Casanova, New York. Casanova. The real heads will know. Yeah, we'll have to to blur that out so uh, our crazed fans don't come <laughs> and and burn please, down your town. Please come, <laughs> please come, say hello, kidnap me, please take me. <laughs> oh man, what a what an ego thrill that would be for you. <laughs> I'd be like, oh my god, thank you so much. <laughs> You're going to kidnap me? Is uh, it because I'm so handsome? <laughs> <laughs> is it, be honest, is it because of the way I look or because of the way I podcast? Let's be, on, be honest. <laughs> a little bit of both. Oh, you He's know straight. exactly what to say. <laughs> you know exactly what to uh, say. Well, someone stole my heart. <laughs> 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 Someone kidnapped my soul. I won't give uh, it back unless I give him a thousand kisses. <laughs> <laughs> Unmarked non-sequential <laughs> kisses. <laughs> In a dirty bag. Um, no police or I will shoot. No, <laughs> <laughs> no cops. <laughs> Don't put a dye pack in the kisses so they blow up as soon as I try to open them. Yeah, if there's a tracer in these kisses, um, guess what? The bodies will hit the floor. (laughs) Yeah, so anyway, yeah, I'm up here in Casanova, like everyone was saying. (laughs) Doing pretty Um, good, sounds like. Doing pretty good. Life is is grand. Uh, I finished Pride and Prejudice, which took me a while. Took me about, I guess, what, three months, but... Read it pretty or, or slow. Thirty years in one sense. <laughs> in one sense, sure. Yeah, I know it's true. People have been telling me to read it since I was probably twelve years old, right? Since I was, yeah, since I was a baby, people were like, "You gotta read Pride and Prejudice." You, you've, you have, you will not put it down. You have got to check this book out. It yes. is. Wow. No, no, it definitely feels good. Like when you read like a classic you haven't read before you're like well those are my smart people points for the year all right oh yeah oh yeah i know what i'll be talking about at every party i go to until 2021 uh guess what i just read pride and prejudice uh <laughs> this really reminds me of a scene in pride and prejudice <laughs> oh. which yeah it's a book i know it's a traditionally uh female narrative but it doesn't bother me at all because i'm a big uh, strong intelligent man i really like different perspectives I feel like that guy over there is total Wickham vibes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> who knows what I'm talking about? Please, who knows what I'm talking about? Yeah. Just trying to suss out the other Jane Austen <coughs> readers. <laughs> any any Austen heads in the, in the place? Any uh, Jane freaks? Yeah. Going down to Austin, Texas for Austin Fest. And, yeah. Uh, in a full corset. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ooh, I, w- I would totally wear one of those fluffy suits. Whatever, the, whatever the men wear. Yeah, those long tails with the, yeah, the long tails. Get a giant maybe, stove pot pipe hat. There's no fox hunting. There's no fox hunting scene. Although it feels like there should be a fox hunting scene. Oh yeah, I know what you're saying. Like like a, a gentleman sport. There's there's bird shooting. There's bird shooting and there's fishing, right? There's like some mention of fishing, and they 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 Bingley and Mister Bennett go go shooting. Yeah. When he asks her uh, for his daughter's hand. There's a fox hunting scene in the sense that uh, they chase down the two Bennett sisters, total foxes. Uh, well, I had to get one more in before we stopped reading this book. <laughs> And there you have it, Kevin with the foxes. Oh, oh my God! All right, we did it, Laurenard. Yeah. Um, so it's I don't know. It's, it's crazy to finish it. To like, it's also that like, anytime you finish a book, it feels like you're waving goodbye to your buddy who's going off into the distance, and you're like, well, yeah, there, there they go. I was with them for so long. We'll keep in touch, you know. We'll you know we'll always have the spring of of twenty twenty. Uh, whenever I see a new movie produced of you, I guess I'll, I'll go, oh, watch I'll it. Check it out. I like the book. Yeah. Like, oh, you read that? Yeah. Did you like it? Like, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty. That good. was pretty good. Yeah, I recommend reading about four chapters of it once a week and then riffing with a pal yeah that's the best way to if read you can classic literature. that's how that's how it was meant to be read <laughs> yeah definitely was not supposed to be read in a castle as a lonely woman <laughs> yeah like okay her audience is so small right like i mean like people who are like reading actively reading books i wonder what the it's mostly women numbers that's like yeah women even now like drive the fiction market there's like a Gatsby. Uh, Fitzgerald said about Gatsby, like it's not going to sell well because there aren't any uh, strong female characters, and that's who reads. Wow, even now, wow. <clears throat> Reading is for girls, everybody. Yes, it is. It is. We're basically the- wearing a dress right now. Yeah. <laughs> by talking about it more. Talking about books? Are you kidding me? We're gonna get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Go ahead, yeah, hit me. Hit me. Guess what? All right, well. All right, let's get started. What? Don, we're talking. No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I cut you off mid-guess what? I wasn't going to. I thought better about a uh, a joke about contemporary events. I love it. I love it. Good work. Um, good work. Um, so, yeah, lead us off, Kev. Let's do it. Let's so dive in. We, uh we get a a, a, str- a surprise visitor and uh that's that's kind of a big theme in this book is uh uh oh who's at the door <laughs> yeah this was a time when you wouldn't get four texts of hey i'm leaving now hey i'm about like 10 minutes away hey i'm at your door hey when are you coming out <laughs> yeah where are you i'm at your door i think i think i'm here come outside uh this is like hey someone is here Just although they have that they have they have a version of that where they go, well, you've been writing to me for a year, promising me you're going to visit, and we've scheduled this visit where you're going to come stay for six weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, But very rarely does someone just surprise you at your door. No. Uh, and that's what happened here. And who would it be 
But Lady Catherine. Huh? Lady Catherine de Beau. What could she be doing here? She doesn't like She's... the Bennets. Uh, she has no. no business with them. She's a huge snob and, and wouldn't wouldn't uh, deign to spend any time with them if she didn't have to. So why would she have to be here? Huh. It's interesting. I do like she comes in. Uh, she insults everything in her passive-aggressive way. Uh, she, so she goes, um, Mrs. Bennett goes, it's also responds in my favorite way of where Ka- Lady Catherine says, and that I suppose is one of your sisters. Uh, and Mrs. Bennett takes up at talking to Lizzie, uh, and Mrs. Bennett responds, yes, madam. She's my youngest girl, but one, my youngest of all is lately married. And my eldest is somewhere ab- about the grounds walking with a young man who I believe will soon become part of the family. And Lady Catherine says, you have a small park here, which is, <laughs> all right, great. And and Mrs. Mrs. Bennett, in classic Mrs. Bennett fashion, says, it is nothing in comparison of Rosings, my lady, I dare say, but I assure you it is much larger than Sir William Lucas's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Mrs. Bennett is there to just situate her wealth in terms of it's less than yours, but also... There's some loser down the street who has almost no park at all. Who maybe married you know? your your pastor? Huh. Interesting. <laughs> oh right, exactly. Yeah, of course. You're. This is like talking crap about the in-laws. This is the in-laws yes. here. And she goes. Uh, and Lady Catherine keeps going. Goes. This must be a most inconvenient sitting room for the evening in summer. The windows are full west, and it's like fun. Yeah, great visitor. Great. Uh. So yeah, then and then eventually she goes, "Hey, hey, Lizzie, come outside. I need to talk to you." Which is like, well, she wants to go for a walk. Like she's like, "Come walk with me, right?" It's yeah. like a stupid. Uh, I should be glad to take a turn in it if you were to favor me with your company. Uh, like as if she came all the way this all this way for a walk. Yeah, in a know? park she openly hates. You're like this park sucks. <laughs> hey, Lizzie, want to take me on a walk on this terrible park? Uh, Make sure I don't throw up from how poor your park is. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever, loser. Um, <laughs> and so Elizabeth goes out, and they're kind of walking. Well, first she runs to grab her parasol, which is my favorite part. She had to sprint, right? She's the running and get her... Uh... Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, running into her... It's just like a... A funny thing to rush for is a parasol. Oh no, where's my parasol? I'm gonna get sun on my head if I don't. Can you imagine doing that? Get now? my umbrella. Like, just like having a shade umbrella. Like it's two p.m. on a sunny day and you're walking around with an umbrella. I think maybe if I had to wear forty pounds of cotton uh, to go outside as a woman, I may, I might, I could see it. Get, wanting some shade. Yeah. But very, very fun. Very, very fun. Yes. So she. So they're walking. They're walking. Yeah. And she hits her with, You can be at no loss, Miss Bennett, to understand the reason of my journey hither. Your own heart, your own conscience must tell you why I come. And Elizabeth's like, What? What are you talking about? <laughs> you know. You know why I'm here. So she's like, Miss Bennett. And so she's getting all riled up because Elizabeth refuses to ever, like, play along. Um, yeah. You ought to know that I and she's really coming into her own. She's really not giving Lady Catherine an inch here the whole time. Everything is she, yeah. She Elizabeth is like already loved and lost and loved and lost and almost lost her sister to infamy. Almost lost everything to her sister's infamy. Like 
it, it's it's been bad and she doesn't care anymore. She's not scared anymore. No. Not at all. Uh, so Lady Catherine goes on a very long speech about how great she is. You ought to know that I am not to be trifled with. But however insincere you may choose to be, you shall not find me so. My character has ever been celebrated for its sincerity and frankness. And in a cause of such a moment as this, I shall certainly not depart from it. A report of a most alarming nature reached me two days ago. Uh-oh. What could this report be? And the report is that she is engaged to Darcy. Ba-bum! Bum-bum! J'accuse! Jacuz, you are the one who's loving my nephew. You, my nephew, will love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I am a French woman, and my nephew, he he love you so much. You're a dirty, filthy nephew-loving <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, you tr- you you troll up with your nephew-loving ways. <laughs> if you spend one more nephew-loving minute with my nephew, I'm gonna nephew the hell out of you. Eh, Pepe Le Pew would be better match for my nephew. <laughs> That's right. And you know, we're going to miss these voices. Yeah, we, it's been we a, all a late are. addition to the game, but I'm going to start doing <laughs> right accent, in. accents more. <laughs> right in. And they're pitch perfect. It's as if I'm in the room with a real French person. <laughs> yeah. Can recognize. Who is not. Lady Catherine is not French, no. but hey. Here we are anyway, regardless. You know, you just said jacuz and it got the that, wheels oh. running. <laughs> that's a that's a that's my fault. That's a mea culpa yeah. on my part. <laughs> a mea culpa. <laughs> you let the tiger out of the cage. Uh, it's a spicy meat to ball. Um so the spiciest meatball of all is that Catherine DeBeau <laughs> is furious at this potential match. And she's mad. She's like, I know this is a lie. Uh, and Elizabeth's like, if you think it's a lie, why'd you come all the way out here? Exactly. And she's like, got her. Uh, ladies, and <laughs> g- ladies and gentlemen, we got her. <laughs> we got her. We got her. Because uh, she's like, I need to have this contra- contradicted. Um, and then so she's like, hey, so there's kind of like a back and forth of like her being like, please deny this. Super fun, sassy back and forth, yeah. right? Where she goes, I know it's impossible. Like I know it's impossible that you that you would ever be engaged to him, but just tell me you're not engaged to him. And she goes, Well, you just said that it was impossible. You know, like she's not giving her a direct no, no, and she is uh, not giving her what she wants. Yeah, what she wants is a direct no, and she's not giving her a direct answer at all. I love because I love this response. And can you likewise declare that there's no foundation for it? And then Elizabeth says, I do not pretend to possess equal frankness with your ladyship. You may ask questions which I sh- I shall not choose to answer. Which is like, I'm not going to tell yeah. you everything. Get out of my face. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, like, I feel like at points, um, Elizabeth is, is like fully bl- putting society on, bl- like, society in in terms of people of higher social status on complete blast yeah. at this point. She at points has been skewering society with little asides and fun little observations and little sarcastic comments. But at this point, she is openly challenging one of the richest people in her life. Yes. Um, one of the people who she, like, who her husband, her would-be husband, spends just hours bootlicking. Yeah. And here's Elizabeth not even responding to a very simple question that, like, 
you know, like if she didn't love Darcy, this would be like a very simple, you know, misunderstanding to clear up. But because she loves Darcy and because she hates yeah, Lady how Catherine. How rude it is for how she's talking to her. She's like, I'm not giving you anything. Well, yeah, I think part of it is, too, that, like, right, because Elizabeth is is, is uh, bristling at the fact of of why would it be so bad if I weren't engaged to Darcy? Yeah. Like, what is the, the you're insulting me by the very question of it, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. She wants it to be, she wants, as if it's a scan. the fact that it's a scandal for her to be engaged to Darcy, and it needs to be quashed as a rumor and as an idea, um, that's obviously very insulting to Elizabeth. Um, yeah. And so she insults Lady Catherine in turn. Absolutely. There's another great comeback where she goes, uh, it's like, hey, if you, she basically says, like, you already said it's impossible. And so she goes, it ought to be so. It must be so. Well, he retains the use of his reason, but your arts and allurements may, in a moment of infatuation, have made him forget what he owes to himself and to all his family. You may have drawn him in. And then she says, if I have, I shall be the last person to confess it. <laughs> it's like, it's basically like you, you, you seduced my nephew. And it's like, if I seduced your nephew, I'm not going to tell you what happened. <laughs> yeah. I'm still not going to tell you, even if it was true, which is great. That's like, that's what, that's the, that's what's so angering is like, even if it was true, I wouldn't tell you. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. And I didn't realize the engagement. I mean, like she brings up this engagement that Darcy has to, to Miss DeBeau, which is sort of it's been it's sort of informal or like extra formal. It's not personal. It's like an arranged it's an, marriage. It's an understanding. Yeah. Yes. They had an Their understanding. Cousins. Yes. They were going to marry your cousin. Wealth. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like a Seinfeld. Like you, you got to marry your cousin. <laughs> You gotta marry your cousin. She's right there. She's right there. Same grandma. You join the family. In the family? You are the family. <laughs> You're like one of the family. You don't have to introduce her to anybody. They'll already know her. Introduce her? <laughs> That's my daughter. <laughs> Deuce her daughter. Yeah. Now I'm doing voices. We're all doing... So she yeah, so basically goes, hey, Mr. Darcy is engaged to my daughter. Uh, right. Now what have you to say? Uh, <clears throat> then she says, only this, that if he is so, you can have no reason to suppose he will make an offer to me. And then she's like, if this engagement's real, then what are you, what are you calling me about? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Go talk to Darcy then. If this is all, this is a problem for, this is a problem for Darcy. Go talk, talk to Darcy about it. I mean, like, you yeah. know, I'm just, I'm just some lady. So this is like such a funny way to respond to someone who's always in control, totally losing control. Like all, all the little world she had built through all her wealth was about to crumble. Like her, her crown jewel was going to be her daughter married to Darcy. That's right. Like, and that's all she really wanted. Uh, and yeah, she is acting as though everything that she has come to understand is crumbling. She is like fully freaking out, which is, I cannot wait to see this in the movie. Yeah. I mean, like, this, like, because you can play it so comically as like, well, but just, just tell me, just be, you know, like, and Elizabeth's giving her zero the whole time, and every time she escalates, Elizabeth continues to give her zero. It's like so good, and like in a witty, sarcastic way. I cannot wait. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, 
so yeah, and then they're like, hey, when they were babies, his mom and me were like, they're going to get married, which sounds like such yeah. a crazy thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, the cousin thing two, uh, yeah. has not aged very well at all. Yeah. I'm like, you know, when you see two babies and you're like, they're engaged. I've already decided. <laughs> <laughs> right. That alone is bizarre. And then the fact that like you are sisters and you're talking about your kids uh, getting married. That's also bizarre. Yeah. We've really gone 180 on cousin marriage. Yeah. And uh, did we throw the baby out with the bathwater? I don't know. But. <laughs> hey, I mean, these are the questions. These are the questions. I'm just asking questions. Is it wrong? <laughs> I'm just here at Christmas. Family? Is that what we're against yeah. now? <laughs> and if I'm elected, this will be my only. <laughs> we're going to take a look at it. We're gonna, I'm going to hire a special counsel. All I want to do is take a look. <laughs> Did we go too far? <laughs> yes. Did we go too far? I mean, there, is is there a centrist response to? <laughs> I think no, it's a, me- a, a measured. <laughs> look, it, t- it it takes a two party solution to yeah. this problem. <laughs> there are good points on both sides. I mean, like the, the same grandma. You have so much in common. You know what I mean? Yeah, you get bored. You go, hey, you remember when grandma did this and when grandma did that? You're already talking about it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, you know, I'm, you ever you ever get in a fight? You ever get in a fight with your wife and you wish you could quote your grandmother and she would care? <laughs> she now would know she what will. You're about. <laughs> yeah, she'll know what you're talking about. So you have all the same stories. Yeah. Uh, oh, old Fitzy Willie Darcy should be marrying Miss Dubow so you could have all that lovely cousin marriage. Cousin love. Bliss. No love like it. <laughs> um, so this is when it starts to get insulting. We're like, we have this big plan for them to get, be married together and to be prevented by a young woman of inferior birth, of no importance in the world, and wholly unallied to the family. So she's like, I'm not wow. going to have it ruined by this, like, this poor person. She's like, I'm standing right here. Yeah. Unworthy. Low down, lion. Yeah, and so that, like she goes like, "What do you? Th- what? Do you, what about his friends? What will they think if you marry him?" And Elizabeth goes, uh, "But what is that to me? If there is no other objection to my marrying your nephew, I shall certainly not be kept from it by knowing that his mother and aunt wished him to marry Miss Debeau. Like I'm not gonna. <laughs> that's not gonna stop me from marrying your nephew. What do I care about that?" I mean, it's so good because she could just say, we're not engaged. Like, we're just not. Um, But she's able to, like, just prod this sore spot over and over and over again in such a beautiful way. And I think it's a culmination of her character as, like, a social critique. Er, a social critic. Uh, is She's always been doing this, and now she's able to just kind of, like, totally... Uh, home run bat, yeah. you know, like office space copy or smash this social order uh, BS that she's been dealing with this whole time. Absolutely. And not, not, <clears throat> and doing it dispassionately, not even like, let us absolutely, yeah. like that scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where Brad Pitt fights the Bruce Lee character. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's like, look, I, I'm bored and you're, you're, you're crazy. <laughs> Like a boss. So she goes again. She goes like, look, if you marry him, like all his friends are going to hate him and you're going to be ignored. 
And she goes, well, these are heavy misfortunes, but the wife of Mr. Darcy must have such extraordinary sources of happiness necessarily attached to her situation that could she, upon the whole, have no cause to repine. She's like, oh, I think I'll be fine if I don't hang out with his friends. <laughs> I'll be rich as hell, so I'll buy some friends, baby. Yes. Uh, and then she goes, look, I'm not going to leave until you tell me that you're not going to marry him. And she's like, right. That will make your ladyship situation at present more pitiable, but it will have no f- effect on me. And it's like, dang, like giving her nothing. Like, look, <coughs> get all riled up for whatever reason you want, but I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to marry him. And nothing. She's giving her nothing that she wants, and it's yeah, so and good so because she, she, she has all the she has all the power right now. Elizabeth has all the I power over I think Lady Catherine. She says something really mean about the sister. About Lydia. And it's it's completely, the ball's entirely in her court. Um, it's, yeah, it's just a great scene of uh, a lady being yelled at. It's a beautiful thing. You, you love to see a rich lady be yelled at. Oh, my God. People pay, people. that's the worth of the price of the ticket alone right there, is to see Lady Catherine be yelled at. A powerful person being yelled at. The can I speak to your manager type lady getting her comeuppance. <laughs> <laughs> hate to say this lady catherine bit of a karen <laughs> <laughs> lady karen more like <laughs> <laughs> all right what what else happens in their conversation i'm not uh, what else before uh she takes her leave um so yeah they, they talk about the the eloping here it is yeah, patched up business. It's called. Yeah, so the rumors around and and there's all this that and that's like that kind of crosses uh, that crosses the line for Elizabeth, where she goes, "You can now have nothing further to say. You have insulted me in every possible method. I must beg to return to the house." Right. Bye bye. Bye bye. You crossed the line. I will don't. That's I don't it. even owe you any politeness whatsoever. Right. Yes. Uh, Surprised the last so long, yeah. And she says, I am only resolved to act in that manner which will, in my own opinion, constitute my happiness without reference to you or to any person so wholly unconnected with me. She's like, I'm sorry, you're not a factor for me as far as how I make my choices. Uh, so You are nothing, you are nobody. Just because you have money doesn't mean you have to have any say in, in what I do with my life. Yes. Crit- criticism, I have a criticism right here, okay, and this is going to carry through to the end, is Lady Catherine is being ignored partly by Elizabeth because, I mean, Elizabeth doesn't really care about Lady Catherine's money anymore because she, I mean, because if she were to marry Darcy, she would have much more money than Lady Catherine. Yeah. So she's only able to stand up to her, I know, although I, I acknowledge that right now she's not, she does not have that money, but she just doesn't. I mean, whatever. She doesn't have the money yet, but she's able to kind of piss off Lady Catherine and stand up to her because she has more money. Not because she challenges the system to the point that it's become rendered absurd, but just because she has more money. She's beat her at the at the game. The game itself has not been challenged, per se. Yeah, I mean, she was she was kind of resistant and uh, like stern. When she would visit, when she said, "Hey, my sisters are fine. Don't talk to them. Talk about them like yeah. that. Things like that." Um, but there certainly is like 
she does feel like she has the upper hand of like like either I'm going to marry him and it won't matter or I'm not going to marry him and it won't matter. Like this the, yeah. like either that's my husband and I'll have his money and she can go to hell or he's not my husband and then why do I care what the, about making this old lady happy? <laughs> This random old rich lady. Yeah, I guess. So I guess in I guess right now Elizabeth is kind of purely rebelling against Lady Catherine. Um, she doesn't care that she has money, uh, but if she were, I don't know. I mean, uh, it's a it's a it's a class critique that we can take forward to the end of the of the book, maybe. Yeah, and there's a little bit too like Jane's married, which was always more of her concern, or Jane's engaged, so it's not like. There's not going to be the destitute nature that that there was lingering over the Mr. Collins rejection. Right. The entailment's been taken care of. Yeah. Like, the entailment is okay. The, the house is not going to go to Mr. Collins. So, oh yeah, even right there, I mean, like, if the house went to Mr. Collins, then it would be kind of under the purview of Lady Catherine, and it would be kind of, you know what I mean, they'd be under her power a little bit in that sense. So yeah. they have been freed from any ties with Lady Catherine besides the tie that would be uh, uh, the superior tie of Darcy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love Lady Catherine leaving and saying, I take no leave of you, Miss Bennett. I send no compliments to your mother. You deserve no such attention. I am most seriously displeased. <laughs> Oh, <gasps> wow. Oh, no. Please, please, Lily Catherine, please just give one small compliment to my mother on your way out. Please. Yeah, please tell her you liked her dress or something. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to lie and tell her you gave her your compliment. So, nuts to you. Hey, what are you going to do? Stop me? <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? I could just tell her you said that she has the best house you've ever seen and she wants to be best friends with you. Yeah. That, I mean, it's the, the closest thing to declaration of war that this woman has <laughs> is don't well, tell yeah, your of mother course. goodbye. <laughs> yeah, no, and this is a this is a you know it's sort of a novel of manners and it's about politeness and so being you know thusly snubbed is a big deal or it would be if Elizabeth had uh, still cared. But it's kind of cool that Elizabeth is fully uh, uncaring about about any of this crap. Yeah, she's like, all right, longer. have fun with yourself. Um, and the mom's like, "Hey, what were you guys talking about? Probably nothing important, right?" <laughs> and Elizabeth was like, "And she was like, yeah, nothing important, nothing." I love no, how nothing. Just, so the next <laughs> chapter starts describing her that she could not learn to think of it less than incessantly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is such a funny way to put it. Like, how much did you think about it? Um. I could I would not less than incessantly. <laughs> you know, I was shooting for less than constantly all the time like a fire in my brain, but turns out couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. Couldn't get with my goal. Yeah. Sorry, forever. Guys. Thought about it forever and always. Um yeah. So it's banging around her brain. She she thinks about it. Uh she's like, "What does that mean? Like where does that rumor come from?" Probably just cuz of Bingley and 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 Jane getting engaged, people like to gossip right. about a possibility, because uh, he's always over there too. But it wouldn't be. That wouldn't be right. Like, you never know. 
And she's like, well, what if Lady Catherine, she even goes like, well, what if Lady Catherine goes to Darcy and says, like, this woman was rude to me. I'm your aunt. Do not marry this woman. She's like, ah, shoot. Like, that might do it. Like, he might care about her more right. than I do. Right. He doesn't know how much, he doesn't know their relationship. Yeah. Although, you can kind of presume that Darcy has a prideful, separate relationship with her, as he does with everybody else, you know? Yeah, he's extraordinarily <laughs> critical of, all, like, all types of social, like, ills. And she's, like, the Mrs. Bennett, but on the other side of the class scale of, like... Right. Yeah. Yeah, rich Mrs. Bennett. Yeah. Obsessive Petty. class maintenance. Instead of class climbing, right. it's obsessive class maintenance. And, like, that's right. also... Right, right. Certainly. But then Elizabeth's like, you know what? If he won't marry me because of his aunt, then I don't... He's not the man I loved, so who cares? Right. So, and eventually, we get uh, a Mr. Bennett scene, which you gotta love. Oh, we love it. We can't wait. I mean, like, there's some such solid Mr. Bennett stuff in this last few chapters, and and thank you, Jane Austen, for that. Yeah. We, we, we loved we it. We love Mr. Bennett here at the OK Gatsby. Man. Something for we should make a... the boys. <laughs> <laughs> He's he's the funniest character. I mean, like I think he's the funny. I mean, I'm I'm saying that right now. He's the, we like comedy. He's the funniest character. Yeah, he's so sarcastic. He he also has the the skill of being disinterested. Of yeah, he's got everything he wanted. So he all he can do all he can do is sit back, relax, read, and make fun of like people worrying about things that are so alien to him. <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, like, yeah, he doesn't care, which is huge. That that's like that's his superpower. Not giving a, a crap about all these social, these silly things. He can just vex, and and kick back. Just, just, yeah, just, just maxing out, chilling, relaxing, and vexing. Yeah. That's that's the dream. vex my wife. <laughs> vex my wife, please. <laughs> having some never mind (laughs) and it almost (laughs) it almost got him in trouble the all the all the not caring about it with lydia it almost got him in trouble and then he got out scot-free and so he's kind of like he's also like bulletproof at this point he's like what do i care my biggest disaster daughter uh honor was restored so like Right. He was also right that he, because he was like, "Hey, let me feel all this. I'm not gonna feel it forever, but don't try and make it less." And he sat with it, and they went, "Okay, uh, I'm gonna go back to teasing my daughters." <laughs> yeah, and then the problem went away on its own. Yeah, didn't even have to spend any money. And Darcy, or and and Jane and Bingley being engaged, that also solves like the rest of his problems. Yeah. he's got no problems. His left. wife will have a place to live. Right. And his his daughters will be looked after. Yeah. God forbid. He'll be fine. Yeah, they don't need somebody. But Mr. Collins sends a letter. And, oh, boy. And you got to love Mr. Collins' letter. Because he sends a letter saying, I want to talk to you about um, Darcy proposing to you. And then everyone's like, yes. E- everyone's heard this rumor. And, and Elizabeth's like, what is going on? <laughs> Right and like and to them they think Darcy's just this this big jerk you know like this rude jerk who's always been coming around, and so it's laughable. Yeah. So for Mister Bennett, he's like, "Why would Darcy propose to you? He hates you, and you hate yeah. him." 
And it, yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. Very relatable. Right? You you do not tell your parents about your dating life until you are about to get married. <laughs> <laughs> Man, nothing's changed. And uh, I mean, and we also understand, like, we get that it's it's a long journey from the Darcy that you know about at the beginning. You know, like that dad, that explanation of how he changed could fill up a whole long ass book. Yeah, you know, four hundred and forty pages worth of explanation about <laughs> why I hate. Or him. maybe a could be a tight two hundred, but we have with the describe a lot of tea and uh, different parties and, being and stuff. Sick. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know. How you felt in the morning and stuff, and and going to visit your pal. What it felt like to visit your pal, right? And letters and yeah, junk. Um, so yeah, so Mr. Bennett's in love with this letter because he gets to roast it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's first. So he goes um, something very much to the so Mr. Collins' letter, which is very Mr. Collinsy. Something very much to the purpose, of course. He begins with congratulations on the approaching nuptials of my eldest daughter, of which it seems he has been told by some of the good-natured gossiping Lucases. I shall not sport with your impatience by reading what he says on that point. What relates to yourself is as follows: Having thus offered you the sincere congratulations of Mrs. Collins and myself on this happy event. Let me now add a short hint on the subject of another, of which we have been advertised by the same authority. Your daughter Elizabeth, it is presumed, will not long bear the name of Bennett after her elder sister has resigned it, and the chosen partner of her fate may reasonably look be looked up to as one of the most illustrious personages in the land. So he's like, Lizzie, who is this? Who are you? Can you to? possibly guess? Yeah. Who is it? Uh, and then they... Uh, they're sort of like, a, they're, are they like, then they sort of like kind of joke back and forth, like that they don't know who it is. Is that what's happening in the next couple of paragraphs? Yeah, so he keeps reading, and Mr. Collins, of course, writes whole paragraphs complimenting Darcy. And he's like, who, yeah. who are we talking about? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. And then he goes, and he goes, Mr. Darcy, you see. And then I like how he describes it. He goes, Mr. Darcy, who never looks at a woman but to see a blemish, and who probably never looked at you in his <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, classic accidentally insensitive dad move of like, Mr. Darcy yeah. loves you? He won't look yeah. at you for shit. <laughs> yeah. He thinks you look terrible. Not that he I bet he doesn't even look at you. I bet he I mean if he doesn't if he did he look probably I mean, hasn't yeah. thought about you once in your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> You're nowhere near woman enough for Darcy. <laughs> Fitzwilliam Darcy. Isn't it Mr. Collins the craziest man in the world thinking Mr. Darcy would love you? But I can't believe we're up to like, you know, we're up to like, you know, 10 or 12 pages to the end and still no one knows what's going to happen except for we all we know. Yes. And so it's kind of like it's not a surprise ending. It's like a it's like an ending in which all the characters are surprised, but we know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. It's a funny. It's a, anyway, so he is he doesn't get the Darcy thing yet, obviously. Uh, and. Elizabeth is just sitting there taking this, and it's breaking her heart that her father's saying this. Like, he doesn't know, but he even says, Elizabeth tried to join in her father's pleasantry, but could only force one most reluctant smile. Never had his wit been directed in a manner so little agreeable to her. And he's like, like, Dad, you're making fun of me in a way that really hurts. <laughs> yeah. But I'd have to <laughs> tell you way too much. <coughs> and he's, but he doesn't get yeah, it. He goes, are you yeah. not diverted? He's like, isn't this great? <laughs> Yeah. Are you loving this? Um, and then he, yeah, he continues to read the letter. 
uh, and Elizabeth is not vibing with it. Yeah. So she. Oh my god! Yeah, go ahead. No, you, you go. What did you say? Oh my god! Too? Well, like the the way he describes like how the way Mister Collins describes how he should deal with the Lydia situation is to uh, forgive her as a Christian, but never let her into your home or let anyone speak of her name ever again. Yeah. And then <laughs> Mister Benedict turns and goes. That's what he thinks forgiveness is. It's like it's pretty. It's like a pretty sweet like roast of yeah, um, this Christian of pastor Christian. Right is like be like a be a total uh, snobby jerk about it, but call it forgiveness. Yeah, um, and they're having a good laugh about that. Uh, and he goes, the rest of the letter is only about his dear Charlotte situation and his expectation of the young olive branch. So Charlotte's pregnant. Oh yes. But it's like, and he's like, "Hey, Elizabeth, don't don't be upset about this. It's obviously false. Darcy doesn't give a give a crap about you." <laughs> right. He's trying to he's trying to entertain her. They have this connection of being sort of making fun of people and being the funny ones. Yeah, the co-conspirators. And he's like, "What?" Tearing down the world, and he's like, "Yeah, but she's not having it." It's like, "Why aren't you laughing of a storm?" And he go and he. This is the, an amazing quote from Mister Bennett. A top. Top five all novel. Uh, for what do we live but to make sport of our neighbors and laugh at them in our turn? <laughs> like, what else is life for but to laugh at these people? Yeah, these people are ridiculous. Awesome. Let's have a big old <laughs> laugh about it. It's like you and me, we can we can laugh about this stuff. <laughs> yeah. And Elizabeth's like, it's just, it's just weird why he wrote this. I don't know. It's so right. weird. Uh, I do. Yeah, I love how I would describes his Wickham. Every time he talks about Wickham, he gives a new insult. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's always like he's great. He's so nice, right? It's like yeah, he's like nay. When I read a letter of his, I cannot help giving him the preference even over Wickham, much as I value the impudence and hypocrisy of my son-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> much as that guy sucks. Uh... <laughs> Wickham thought he's gonna have one fun romantic getaway weekend with a nice young lady, and what he got was a father-in-law to roast him for the rest of his life. Does not care. Is not charmed like the mother is. Is like, man, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, his own personal hell is like this. Is Mister Bennett seeing through his yeah, his, his someone his who act. refused to be charmed by him? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, and then, and Elizabeth is like kind of hurt like she knows that there's no information but she's like why does my dad think it's so ridiculous that i would he, and he does say because you don't like him and he doesn't right. like you so it's like what what are they talking about but then and she's upset yeah. yes okay but here it but comes then the next chapter who comes back into town but a mr darcy Mr. Fitzwilliam Darcy, and now the love fest begins. It is a love fest indeed. Uh, and Mrs. Bennett does this on accident. The only time she ever actually sets up people right. And she goes like, uh, <laughs> hey, why don't you go take him on a walk? Doesn't want to see Darcy. Hates Darcy. Goes, take him on a walk, right. Elizabeth. Take him on a walk. Get out of here. <laughs> and yeah, it's like, sorry for putting you with him, but it's just he's yeah. got to go. I love, yeah, I love the, there is some fun irony, dramatic irony of like, we know that they are in love, but everyone else is acting like the, it's kind of Shakespeare, it reminds me of, it's like kind of Shakespearean comedy kind of stuff where it's like, everyone has a misunderstanding of what's going on besides the main characters. Yeah. Um, 
So the first thing she does is thanks Darcy, thanks Darcy for what he did. Finally, yes. And Darcy is kind of taken aback. He's like, "Oh, no one was supposed to know that." Uh, right. I didn't realize that your aunt was going to tell everyone. And she's like, "Oh no, no, no! It Lydia let it slip, and I demanded answers." Um, and he said, "Like you know what? I I really did it for you." And it's like just sitting right there, and they just kind of the doy, the doy. Because Elizabeth is, like, blushing at that, but also can't. Right. And then he goes, like, look, you can't be silent right now. Uh, do you love <laughs> me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's the, I think it's like, the, it's, like, the only, like, intensity we get with Darcy's speech is, like, you know, um, you are too, gen- you know, if your feelings are still what they were last April, tell me so at once. You know, like, it's the, he's not very urgent. He's usually kind of, like, a droll prideful yeah. guy but uh he is he's shook my affections and wishes are unchanged but one <clears throat> word from you will silence me on the subject forever he's like right look if you tell me no again i'll i'll leave you alone but i i still love you yeah and then elizabeth says she still loves him blah 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 but we don't get this what i hate about this is whenever it gets super super uh emotional we get no quotes yeah, we just get a description of the person describing if it's if they're ordering a tea or they're talking about what what card game they want to play. We get a great long we get great dialogue. We get great descriptive yeah. dialogue, and we get the whole the whole paragraph. If someone's writing a letter, we read the whole letter. If someone is describing their love for somebody else, we get a brief overview of the gist of what they said. Yeah, how no. hilarious is that? Yeah, give us some great lines about love or, like, even a couple jokes, right. please. Exactly. A profession of love. I mean, like, right, we get we have a, we get a summary of what it is. You worked what the Elizabeth whole book said. for this moment, and you're just going to... Hello. Skirt over it? I mean, I want to get into, like, I, I want you to describe kissing Darcy. Give him a, give him a big old kiss. What do his lips feel yeah, like? I want to what? know. Get, get move yeah. that tongue around. <laughs> yeah, come on. Let's get in there. <laughs> <laughs> soft lips come on Fuck. nothing but How does he okay smell? but that's that's <laughs> what does he smell like i know it's too much but uh so this is but but they are they are professing their love for one, one another right here this is happening yes and the great a great no quotes like dizzy and love line they walked on without knowing in what direction like they're just talking yes. about how much they love each other <clears throat> yes very sweet moment what an what an exciting time to be a, um, and a right, they they kind of and then what the the purpose of this conversation be kind of becomes like, wait, what were you thinking when I did this? What were you and like kind of a kind of getting on the same page with all the misunderstandings that that's been happening? Yeah. And the first one that they need to conquer is the Lady Catherine thing. Lady Catherine thing, um, contrary to what Elizabeth thought, it made Darcy actually sure that she was that she was in because of how. Uh, that she answered Lady Catherine. Darcy is now kind of like, I'm pretty sure she's in. Yeah, because he's like, she could have just said no. It would have saved her a lot of trouble. And right. she didn't. So, like, that's not the someone who, <clears throat> like, that, that there, he's like, there's hope there. So I'm going to make one more shot. Yeah. Yeah, and they talk about, like, thank you for being, like, I'm sorry I was mean to you. And he's like, thank you for being mean to me. I was not a good gentleman, and I deserve to be roasted, and it made me a better man. Right. 
I needed to be roasted. I need to be roasted. Roast me into yeah. a better man. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I really thought about everything you said, and it, it really changed me. Right. And, uh, I mean, like, they're kind of, they kind of go over their, yeah, their sort of beginnings. You know, like, when did you first, you know, love me? Yeah. When did you think about giving me little kisses under the moonlight? All that jazz. <laughs> they don't say that. <laughs> All that great. <laughs> and you know what? You've been there when you, you have a, uh, a a long courtship and you go, at the party on Halloween, when you said that, were you... <laughs> oh, man. That's the best. Yeah, it's fun. When you finally, right? it finally works out and you realize how often, how long they were flirting with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They tell you. <laughs> like, geez. Oh, I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, I'm a dumbass. That's what this is. This is this is exactly that. It's it's textbook. It's kind of nice. Yeah, when you kind of have a crush, but you're too nervous about it. Both people are too nervous about it, and it finally happens. And right. then you kind of talk about every little moment of like, ah, my my heartbeat would go up when you would come into uh, the room, and I would be like, oh, I I gotta go somewhere else. <laughs> right. I should have made a move. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. All that stuff. That's all. It's very sweet. Very very school school crush vibe, and you you love to see it, folks. You love to see it, and they do have a long yeah they're having this long conversation about the letter is discussed. Yeah, he's like, I'm sorry, I was so angry, and she's like, I get it. You, I I I falsely accuse you of doing something awful. Right, and he had to yeah, and he, and he had to like set it straight, and he explained how it felt to write it. Um, yeah, and he's like, and he's like, uh, and he even goes like, "Hey, I, I'm actually excited about Bingley and Jane. I really thought about what you said, and you're, and you, yeah, I like your family, and then he, he was very much in love with her." Which is a huge turnaround from "I forbid you to." Yeah, it's a huge mistake to wed this. And he even says like, "I told girl. him that I, I didn't tell uh, about her being in town, and I'm sorry, buddy. I shouldn't have done that." And, he, and it's like, and Bingley's like, you know what? I still love you, buddy. Because <laughs> he loves everybody, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he's like a yeah, he's a better man. Darcy's becoming a better Darcy's becoming a better man through Elizabeth Elizabeth's intervention, and that's kind of what is the thesis here is Darcy's becoming better, right? Yeah, and it says that Darcy was like, "Hey, buddy, she she loves you, so uh, you can." Because he's always so nervous about like I can't tell if she likes me, and before he was like, "She doesn't like you," and now he's like, "She right. likes you." She likes you. I know. Dude, she totally digs you, man. Like, she's giving her <laughs> vibes. Go talk to her. <laughs> she is indeed giving off vibes. And boy, oh boy, everything is simple from that on, that moment on. Or is it? Or is it? We just got a little bit of a thing called uh, telling your parents you got engaged to your enemy. <laughs> <laughs> It should go over fine. I mean, everyone's going to be pretty surprised. Because, first of all, because no one has expressed their feelings in three, four months, you know? Like, Elizabeth should have told somebody, you know, I'm starting to fall in love with this guy. And she didn't tell Jane about the anything. You know, no one knows anything. Elizabeth has already clammed up about Darcy for months. Never is like, hey, you know what? Let's not make fun of him. He's not that bad. I got to know him a little bit. Like, uh, never yeah. once. Always just kind of keeps it to herself. 
that whole time she was describing to us, the reader, how she's beginning to reconsider, perhaps. Yeah. Darcy's this. There was a lot. We did a lot of work with Elizabeth. We did a lot of the conversations. Never once did she mention that to anybody in her family at all. So they're all at step one, Darcy. Yes. They're all at they're still first, that ball. first ball. Yeah. Yeah. They're at that first ball. Uh, uh, she she is barely tolerable. That's how Elizabeth was was described. It's barely tolerable. Um, and he refused to dance. Didn't want to dance. What a jerk. And so that's that's the Darcy they all know. That's the lesson of this book: is you always dance. <laughs> it, Go dance. It takes four hundred forty pages to get someone to like you after you don't dance with them. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's gonna cost you a lot of money. Yeah, you gotta pay to get for that her, girl her, her sister's wedding. <laughs> and you better hope that her sister runs away as a trollop and, and needs to come back home married. Yeah. To a gambler. That's how hard it is to get someone to like you after you don't dance with them. Or you could just dance. Just dance. Yeah. Just, just dance. dance. <laughs> just dance. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. You should dance if you want to. Get married to a pauper girl. <laughs> she's not a pauper. No, she's a she's middle class. Middle class. She's still going to, like, she, her, her father lives in an inherited house. I got it so funny. They have yeah. a park. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's it sucks though. Loki yeah, sucks. A, just garbage park. Yeah, yeah. Um. So then, so she first she tells Jane, uh, and Jane just hits her straight up with the "You are joking, Lizzie. This cannot be <laughs> engaged to Mister Darcy. No, no. You shall not deceive me. I know it to be impossible." Uh, and Elizabeth's like, "Oh no." <laughs> You were supposed to be happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were going to be the easy one. <laughs> She's completely in disbelief, which is like her, that's her personality is like to think the best and to believe her sister and to, and to think, you know, all the status quo about everybody. He's like, he's like, look, I, uh, I, I actually, I don't forget about everything I said about him. I changed my mind. He, uh, yeah. Where, where's the line you're talking about where she goes, uh... Oh, well, Jane Jane goes, yeah, Jane was, Jane says, like, okay, when did you first, when did this happen? When did your affections begin to change after all this hatred, you know? And she goes, I think maybe when I first saw the grounds at Pemberley. And then, <laughs> and then, and then Jane's like, no, be serious, because it's a joke about, it's a, it's a hilarious Jane Austen joke about, how the money she's a, a gold would, digger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's a gold digger. I didn't Even like though, it until I saw how big his house was. <laughs> yeah. It's the kind of joke that's funny because it's eighty five percent true. I mean like it's like that's part of his appeal, Darcy. I mean like if Darcy had no money it wouldn't be the same story at all. No. It'd be a very different story, as we discussed. I mean this is a story about about um the social structure, it sucks, but also, hey, if you can't beat him, join him. It's nice to be in love. Yeah. And the, you don't want to choose, guy in town. <laughs> right? You don't. You don't, It sucks to choose between money and love, but it's best to have both. That's nice. It's the story of a woman slowly winning the lottery. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> and the emotional lottery, like both. Yeah. You know, like yeah, not having to choose either one. Yeah. The biggest jackpot of all. Being in love. Being in love. 
Oh, you know what's funny? I mean, like, they're engaged now, officially engaged. It's funny how in this very ceremonial, very ornate culture, um, their engagements are much simpler than the ones we have now. You know, like... Yeah. Like, they get engaged using a conversation. It's like, that's the only thing in which their society is less adorned than ours. Yeah, I, I mean, everything we have is more stripped down. I want to propose. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're screwed. Yeah, I mean, like, you need, like, a, you need a hot air balloon, you know, a, a cat, a smoke signal. Yeah. I've got to make up a dance and then invite all our family to a restaurant to... <laughs> Yeah, to meet Jimmy Fallon and then propose. Yeah, Ellen has to pay for it. If it <laughs> <laughs> and she hates paying for that kind of if stuff. If Ellen doesn't pay for your proposal plan, uh, she's saying no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might as well not a try. Yeah. Uh, yes. Let's see. Mrs. Bennett says, good gracious. So she's happy. She's like, okay, you do love him. I don't want you marrying him if you don't love him. And she's like, I love him. Uh, and it's like, great. I, I actually like Darcy. <laughs> so this makes me happy that uh, <laughs> you can be friends. Yeah, good gracious cried Mrs. Bennett. Well, she is, she is, uh, hasn't, she is, hasn't been told yet. She's just seeing them on a walk. So right now only Jane knows. And then, uh, Mrs. Bennett's like, uh, they're talking about who's going to walk with who. And Mrs. Bennett says, uh, I'm sorry, you're at the force to be, to be, to be that disagreeable, disagreeable man all to yourself. But I hope you will not mind it, for, for it is all for Jane's sake, you know. And there is no occasion for talking to him, except just now and then. So do not put yourself to inconvenience. She goes, uh, you can walk with him, but you don't have to talk with him the whole time. And this is a man she's now engaged to. Yes. Why don't you go walk with your fiancé? I'm sorry I'm making you walk with your fiance. I'm sorry. Because he, he's so disagreeable and terrible. So they're having some more fun with the dramatic irony of this of his engagement. So Jane knows, but everyone else is still in the dark. Because um, they're waiting until Darcy can ask Mr. Bennett. And Mr. Bingley's even like, they're going to walk with uh, Kitty. Why don't you walk with him too? And Bingley's like, oh, that's probably too much for Kitty. Because he's, like, he's helping out his buddy. <laughs> It's like, I want, yeah. I want my boy to get some alone walking time. <laughs> yeah, which is like, that's like basically like going on a romantic weekend trip, is being able to just walk with the two of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Darcy's that's 28 as good as it in, gets. This, in this scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know how it can be Yeah, when you're 28. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, and then they, they walk along, and then they, they talk about a plan. So she's like, oh, we got to... He's like, how's my mother going to react? Like, she's either going to be violently opposed or violently in favor. Uh, there's going to be no mild reaction to this news. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Mr. Bennett goes into the library, and who should follow him in there but Mr. Darcy? That's right. They get to have a little conversation in there. Uh, he, and... he goes in. She's nervous that, like, he's not going to understand and, and be really upset. And uh, Darcy comes back after a few minutes and gives a smile. And then he goes, Lizzie, come in here. I want to talk to you. And here is probably the most tender moment of the whole book. Yes, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Let's get into it. Mr. Bennett talking to his favorite daughter about her engagement. And he, and he starts it off with, Lizzie, what are you doing? Are you out of your <laughs> senses to be accepting this man? Have not you always hated him? So he's just yeah, like, which what's is, going on? You hate this guy. Yeah. 
Did he poison you or something? <laughs> what are you even eating? Yeah, and then, and that moment she's like, "Why did I talk so much crap about him before? It's really ruined him for my family." Yeah. Um. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, or in other words, you are determined to have him. He is rich, to be sure, and you may have more fine clothes and fine carriages than Jane, but will they make you happy? And he's like, please don't right. don't marry this man <laughs> just for the money. You're not going to be happy. So, yeah. Yeah, he's, like, genuinely concerned for Elizabeth's happiness, which is uh, revolutionary, insane for a father of this era in this social, in this social construct. To be like, please turn down this rich man. <laughs> you do not love this rich man. <laughs> This mega rich man, I mean, like, compared to Bingley, he's even richer. Twice so it's like, yeah. right, right. They have, the, they have the numbers. Yeah. Um, Have you any other objection, said Elizabeth, than your belief in my indifference? And he's like, all right, well, do you, what about his character from your perspective? Do you hate him other than you think that, like, I'm, I don't like him? Like none at all. We all know him to be a proud, unpleasant sort of man, but this would be nothing if you really liked him. He's like, hey, his flaws are not that bad if you liked him. I don't want you unhappy though. She's like, I do, I do like him. I love him indeed. He has no improper pride. He's perfectly amiable. You do not know what he really is. Then pray do not pain me by speaking of him in such terms. And, and she has tears in her eyes, which is this is like this is the this is about as emotional um, as Austin gets. Uh, uh, like uh, rawly emotional. Yes, it's just a a, a favorite daughter to a fa- like a favorite parent. Please understand my choice. It's it means yeah. the world to me that you understand. Um, he and and then he goes, I've given him my consent already. I mean, I'm not gonna. He's like, I'm not, I'm gonna do whatever that guy tells me to do. He's rich as hell. <laughs> yeah. Look, like he's so rich, I can do. He'll do whatever he wants. But I I'm telling you, I support you if you say no. Like, right. Uh, Huge. He's like he's even like let me advise you to think better of it. I know your disposition, Lizzie. I know that you could ne- be neither happy nor respectable unless you truly esteemed your husband. And he's like, look, yeah. you're like you. you and they also this is kind of sad coming from a guy who does not esteem his wife. And he's like, look, you're right. like me. Don't make my mistake of marrying someone that doesn't make you happy. Right. You. Can, I mean, wise cracks are nice, but they're not gonna. They don't. They don't cut it. You yeah. know. You can't just crack wise all day long. Doesn't help. You could scarcely escape discredit and misery. My child, let me not have the grief of seeing you unable to respect your partner in life. You know not what you are about. It's like, that's so heavy. Yeah. I've, it's heavy and it all, it's, it's very thematic. It's, it's, it's close to Austin is going to get as a statement of theme for the novel. Of like, choose wisely who you marry. Yeah. It'll affect your whole life. And choose if you can. If you can choose... Go ahead and choose. Don't let somebody make the choice for you. Yeah. Because you marry the wrong person and the, the rest of your life is a bummer. Yeah. You're just in your room reading books and trying to, <laughs> trying to play jokes on people. <laughs> and they're hilarious. Yeah. But. And your only joy is your sassy daughter you love. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth gives a very long speech. Uh, again, a summarized speech about how nice Darcy is, all that stuff like that. Right. How our feelings grew. And he says, well, my dear, I have no more to say. If this be the case, he deserves you. I could not have parted with you, my Lizzie, to anyone less worthy. Very sweet to say. So sweet. It's like you're- and then on top of that, so like, and then after, after all of that, plus he paid for all that stuff with Lydia. 
Yeah. Oh, by the way, he did the biggest favor in family history. <coughs> uh, and Mr. Bennett's response is so funny. <laughs> Classic. Like, Let's go. And so Darcy did everything. Made up the match, gave the money, paid the fellow's debts, and got him his commission. So much the better. It will save me a world of trouble and economy. Had it been your uncle's doing, I must and would have paid him. But these violent young lovers carry everything their own way. I shall offer to pay him tomorrow. He will rant and storm about his love for you, and there will be an end of the matter. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, great. I don't owe anybody then. I'm just going to – we'll do a big show of me offering, and he'll refuse right. his honor, and then I'm scot-free. I just saved myself $1,000. <laughs> Yeah, $1000 or one hard conversation, that's pretty that's pretty fine to me. Who cares? Yeah. Even today, like just to have a quick conversation to get out of paying a $1000. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. Pounds too. They're pounds, you know, that's even more. Yeah. Um, um one more hilarious quip is uh you know they talk yeah they uh he goes if any young men come for mary or kitty send them in for i am quite at leisure <laughs> he's like yeah sure any more engagements hey, today go ahead bring them on in else want to come talk about getting engaged <laughs> i'm chill i'm chill I'm I, yeah mood, I just... <laughs> i'm ready to tell some young man that i give my permission <laughs> i like this i like doing this yeah Love the, I'd love to chill with Mr. Bennett. Seems like just Can you imagine? Straight, straight chilling dude. So the next one to tell is Mrs. Bennett. Yes. And she hits her with a good gracious Lord bless me. Only think, dear me, Mr. Darcy, who would have thought it? And is it really true? Oh my sweetest Lizzie, how rich and how great you will be. What pin money, what jewels, what carriages you will have. Jane's is nothing to it, nothing at all. I am so pleased, so happy, such a charming man, so handsome, so tall. Oh, my dear Lizzie, pray apologize for my having disliked him so much before. I hope he'll overlook it. And she doesn't know any of the redeeming qualities. Yeah. She just Isn't that funny? Yeah. She's just like, hey, Darcy uh, proposed <laughs> to me. And she's like, yeah. What a clown. <laughs> Money, 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 money. And that, I mean, she recovered money. with Wickham instantly, too. As soon as she was married, it was like, oh, he's just a charming son-in-law. <laughs> yeah, that was quick. Yeah. Real quick turnaround there. 10000 a year. Oh, Lord. What will become of me? I shall go distracted. <laughs> She's like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> I like. I shall go to. Yeah, she has nothing else to think about anymore. What, is that what she means by she'll go to try? She's, she's got nothing else to put her attention on. Yeah, she's just gonna be relaxing and spending money. <clears throat> right. Uh, and Elizabeth's like, thank God Darcy didn't see this. How gross this was. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then one last Mr. Bennett quip to close the chapter out. I admire all my three sons-in-law highly. Wickham, perhaps, is my favorite, but I think I shall like your husband quite as well as James. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's not bad. He's no Wickham, he's no but he's Wickham. not bad. I love, that's my favorite <laughs> bit of his, is that truly despises Wickham, but always says he's his favorite. Because he gets such a kick out of making fun of him. <laughs> and he can do it so openly, because everyone knows in which way he was a, he was a garbage man. Yeah. He was a piece of crap. Like, everyone knows it. It's openly known. So he just goes, Wickham, you're the best. Wickham. Oh, Wickham. Steal any daughters. I love me lady. some. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Wickham. Yeah. 
Which is just such a fun guy to be. Uh, next chapter starts up. It, they're D Elizabeth and Darcy are being cute. Um, she wanted Darcy to account for his ever fallen in love with her. And it's like, it's a classic relationship question. Like, when did you first right. realize you loved me? And it's yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, babe. When we were at Tyler's and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's the right answer? It's so hard. What's the right answer there? Like when I first looked into your eyes, you know, what's the what's what are you supposed to say? Uh, yeah, like when we went to Rocco's bar and we did nickel shot night, and <laughs> you puked, and then I looked at you with puke on your jeans, and I still thought you were pretty. <laughs> I was like, I love this woman. <laughs> freaking love you, babe. I freaking love you, babe. Why don't you puke on my jeans? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, right. It, it is. Ju it's basically that that much drivel. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, Darcy's like, no, I was. You didn't. You didn't even know how uh, anything good about me. You know, I was so bad to you. He's up. He's like completely redeeming the the first ball. Darcy. It's totally redeemed. Totally apologized for. Yeah. Back to back to good guy. He's like, I was embarrassed, and it's like, I was embarrassed. Like, you know, we were just so shy. Just two shy people realizing how shy they are. Um, yeah, so she was like, when, so you came down to propose to me? Uh, and he's like, yeah, that's what I did. And when Lady Catherine came down, and I came down right away. <laughs> uh, Lady Catherine. Lady Catherine. And then they kind of talk some more. It's all cutesy, cutesy. Uh, everyone goes off to write a letter. You know, when, like, all right, we all got letters to write. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, I mean, it's the same as if, is it when you get engaged now? Well, I guess you post yeah. it on Facebook, but, like, they, you call everybody. Or, like, that's my parents had a story about, like, they got a case of champagne and they went around and they celebrated with everyone else. Everyone, they went and told everybody and they brought them champagne, you know? That's cute. But now it's like you just text everybody or you, you call everybody Instagram. or whatever. But you hope you get over a Instagram. <clears throat> oh yeah. But this is like letter writing time. Yeah. Um and uh, Mr. Bennett writes a letter. It's very short. One more. One more for the fans. This is just fan service right here. We're not done yet. We're not done with Mr. Bennett yet. And absolutely. From the top rope, he comes down, writes to Mr. Collins, <laughs> who wrote that horrible letter. Uh, says, Dear, oh my Dear God. Sir, I must trouble you once more for congratulations. Elizabeth will soon be the wife of Mr. Darcy. Console Lady Catherine as well as you can, but if I were you, I would stand by the nephew. He has more to give. <laughs> it's like, jeez, Louise. So since you're a groveling snake... You might as well grovel to my new son-in-law because he puts Lady Catherine to shame. Hey, great job on uh, telling me my family's terrible. Uh, but guess what? My daughter is marrying uh, the woman, the man that your your boss that you love doesn't want to marry. I just ruined your boss's life. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I mean, like, what's 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 great about it is the idea of like getting back at the rich snobs. Yeah. But what's bad about it is. They're getting back at the rich snobs by being even richer and snobbier. Yeah. 
They finally it's like, no, actually, now you. we're your boss. Yeah. And we're going to treat you like crap. That's the victory here. It's not some realization right. about upper-class society being decrepit or uh, how the whole system you need to opt out of or even, like, a tragedy of these women being, like, thrown asunder and, like, like go, watching Elizabeth go from a fancy lady at a ball, smart as can be, to, like, working in, like, a, a, a clothes washing shop or something. But, like, what if she discovered her humanity anyway yeah. or discovered that love could exist outside of money? But, no, none of that stuff. We're not ready for that yet. No. That's, uh, this is that's just, too radical. Right. I mean, you, I mean, and this is pretty radical for the time is these women have hearts and minds and souls and they want to choose yeah. who they love. They want to choose who they love. Uh, Middle-class people are pretty cool, too. Uh, that's, and then... <laughs> Like some women are are smart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, middle class people are not garbage, and some women are smart. Everyone's like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is whoa, the most whoa. important book ever. <laughs> <laughs> Easy there. Yeah, absolutely. Stand by your nephew. He has more to give. Mic drop. <laughs> Yeah, Bennett, this, out. Mr. Mr. Bennett gets his big win of getting to laugh at Mr. Collins' slimy face. <laughs> oh, you gotta love He's it. He's so slimy. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't the victory of the the Marxist revolution, but it's still nice to see a late character you like be happy. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Plenty of time uh, left. The, um, yeah. Go ahead. The the Bingley sisters wrote something nice to Jane. Uh, and Darcy's sister is head over heels in love with Elizabeth. So excited to have her as a sister. Um, yeah, Georgiana is. She, they, yeah, they they had a great thing, and then that worked out, and they're gonna be friends. Yes. Um, and <laughs> Mr. Collins even comes along because Lady Catherine finds out about it and is so mad. He's like, "I gotta get over there." <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah, they go directly, directly over. Yeah, but like Charlotte's like, actually, Elizabeth, I love this for you. This rules. <laughs> Charlotte's a true friend. She's always, she's always been pretty she, cool, even though she does her own thing. She's always she cool. She had to make a rough decision about marrying a boring <clears throat> man, but it's like, you know what? She has to survive. She, she's get like, right? Yeah, yeah, to do some unpleasant stuff to survive sometimes. Yeah. Uh, the ants come over. They're kind of embarrassing. And, like, she, Mrs. Phillips is almost so embarrassing that Elizabeth's like, is Darcy going to break up with me? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're the ones that, that, that they're always making fun of, right? Yeah. The one of them is a lawyer. No, the that's Gardner. This is Phillips. No. This is the one that has the officers. Oh, oh okay. Okay, right. Because Darcy loves the lawyer. They go They go fishing. They're boys. Yeah, but they have fr- at first they were looking on them as yeah. bad, but yeah, then they beat then he redeemed himself. Yes. Right. This is Phillips. Okay. And then it's just and then chapter 19 is just happily ever after or the last chapter. Yeah. It's it feels like an epilogue. It feels like just like yeah, and this is what happened to this person and that person and great. Yeah, it's like all right, they uh they live together. 
Uh, <coughs> I like that Mr. Bennett visited Lucy all the time without telling her when he was going to come because <laughs> he missed her so yeah, much. Yeah, he loved it. was very yep. sweet. Um, it goes through everybody. Yeah, Bingley and Jane, they moved out of Nether- Netherfield because it was a little too close to home. But they moved close to um, Derbyshire. They moved close to where, yeah, Derbyshire. They moved close to Jane and yeah, they moved close they to Elizabeth and Darcy. Bennett coming over all the time. <laughs> yeah, they, they got their own spot. Um, well, Kitty became less... Raymond situation. Yeah. Ma! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! All right. That's pretty good. Is that Fozzie Bear? Cause I think it was, Foz- it was my, also my Fozzie they, they Bear. They sound very like Kermit and, and, and Fozzie Kermit. And, and Raymond all sound pretty similar. Uh, but we get all the characters. Uh, all the characters are described as what happened to him. Lizzie gets to be less annoying. No, no, sorry. Uh, uh, Kitty gets to be less annoying as she is separated from Lydia yeah. and all the nonsense. And she stays with, with, with Jane and Elizabeth yeah, in varying times. Yeah, higher class of people. Which again isn't a very like angry class critique. It's kind of like, and then it turns out she fit in there too, and everyone was happy because they fit in in the good she place. <laughs> classed it up, yeah. And then speaking of money, uh, uh, Lydia and Wickham are always asking either Jane or Elizabeth for money uh, in sneakier and sneakier ways, yeah. and they're always moving. Yeah. So Wickham is still sort of a scoundrel and a gambler, I suppose. Yeah. And then Mary is kind of happy at home because. Uh, <clears throat> She like she doesn't have to look as good as her sisters anymore, so people are more forgiving, and she just kind of reads books and uh, yeah. A little weirdo, yeah. She's just a little weirdo, but you know what? Like she's gonna be taken care of. Everyone has enough money. She doesn't have to get married. She can just read her books. That's right. Now let's see. What's the let's see, Miss Miss Bingley. Oh, Miss Bingley uh, is nice to Elizabeth, even though she probably hates Elizabeth for marrying Darcy. She kind of puts it aside. Yeah. Caroline Bingley or whoever. I think it's like they accept um, that they're going to be in our social circle, so it's like might as well right. be nice to them. Um, I like this part with Georgiana. Um, it, Georgiana, they become very close. Her and Elizabeth, and there's sort of a description of. Um, through Elizabeth's actions towards Darcy, Georgiana is able to kind of see a new way of interacting with her brother. Yeah. Of like being able to be kind of have be have more levity, kind of like um, have him be the object object of open pleasantry. So like make it you can make fun of Darcy a little bit. Yeah. You can poke fun at him. Yeah. He's not like some amazing figure. And so like, uh, see, she saw this him as is like cool. a father figure, and I was like, no, he's just like a dude. Like he he could, he could right. tease him. And I think that's one of the cool things about this story is that, like, their personalities match. And Jane Austen made the personalities match. It's not it's not a physical attraction or a social money attraction. It is uh, a personalities match. So, like, Darcy's so prideful, and Elizabeth is able to kind of skewer that pride. Um, and But Darcy's sort of a steadfast moral guide for Elizabeth and she and she uh, appreciates that but also he needs to be taken down a peg once in a while yeah. and she's there to do that yeah absolutely and it's sweet I mean like and it, it does make you feel like they're really in love although we could use some better descriptions of love uh, or even throughout. a kiss or like <laughs> a... give me a kiss oh man I want to kiss him in the rain Oh boy! You don't know where his wetness begins and the wetness of the rain ends. You know, I want to know. 
Absolutely. Touch his wet face. Get all up in that face. Just absolute, just smooch fest. There's no smooch fest. <laughs> I mean, they don't even describe what it's like to hold hands with them or like any physical, like there's not even a whiff of sex. Yeah. It's not even a whiff. The only whiff of sex is the scariest part of the, the book of like, oh no, yeah. did Lydia have sex? And they don't even say that. They say elope and cohabitate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is like, it is like the end of the world. Yeah. And you don't even get a description of a married couple, like, showing affection. <clears throat> like, the only even hint that anyone's having sex is that Mr. Collins and uh, Charlotte are pregnant. Yeah, it's gross. And They're having the a baby. One. Disgusting. Uh, I don't want to think about Mr. Collins. <laughs> he writes a letter after every time they, they do it. Yeah. He writes a letter to somebody. To <laughs> Guess what I did? <laughs> The delights of the flesh have been made my own once again, dear brother. <laughs> and let's just say um, I crushed it. <laughs> so, like the last pair, I mean, it's not. It's 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 a pretty typical ending. I guess maybe it's become typical, but it's just like this is how everyone ended up, and the gardeners uh, were so great to have find, have introduced them. Like the yeah, you know they like the gardeners even more. I, we come to Pemberley is what brought this all here. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, there it is. That's the end of the book. Everyone's happy. Uh, the entailment has been avoided. And we did it. We read a girl book, and we survived. We read a, <laughs> we read a classic women's literature book. Yes. And, and it was old. Yeah, I liked it. And it was boring. It was it was a little old for me yeah. in terms of women's literature. Yeah, a little old. <laughs> I usually like I like I usually like I like women's literature a little younger. I like, yeah, I like a, a little younger book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't mind an older, experienced book, but that's nice every once in a while. But you want something yeah, fresh but come and on. exciting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, I did like it. I, that was it was way funnier than I thought it was going to be. It was way more insightful than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, and it's and it's it's cool to see slow character development pay off. <clears throat> um, yes, and like it's kind of interesting just to see something where like writing in an era where the, like patience was so much more because it was like, what else are you going to do? You know, <laughs> right? There's, yeah, no one's checking their phone while they're reading. Uh, Jane there wasn't. Was, yeah. I mean, there wasn't even movies. I mean, it's like it's so funny. Like our whole lives, like books have had to compete with movies. Like that's so hard. Yeah. And now, yeah, but no, this was just like yeah, let's slowly build and get to know. Well, like I feel like we got to know Jane extremely well, Elizabeth extremely well, Darcy extremely well, Bingley pretty well. We we got to yeah. know Charlotte Lucas even pretty good. Mister Bennett pretty good. Right. Mrs. Bennett pretty Lydia. good. Lydia. Lydia. Yeah. Right. They're distinct characters, and they and they all have a kind of an arc. I mean, that's that's a that's like that's tough, and that then that it was rewarding to read. And there was never any like there was never anything where they were mischaracterized. Oh, they had to do something steadfast. out of character to advance the plot. <clears throat> right? No. Yeah. If anything, there could have been more of that. <laughs> yeah, the plot was their characterization. I mean, it was like everyone acted as they would. Um, and, uh, yeah, they plotted through. 
Yeah. No, and it's uh, it it is a it's an achievement in characterization and, and satire that I get I get why it's a classic. It that's not lost on me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a journey. Yeah, truly. And we took it with uh, with all of you. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. All this while. I hope you enjoyed wow. two doofuses reading Jane Austen for the first time. <laughs> yeah. I want to shout out my, my uh, earth science teacher from ninth grade, Claudia Johnson. I know she listens. Um, so I really appreciate listening. And uh, it, it get, it, a message like that really keeps us going. You know, I shared it with Kev. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think I think Wendy Everard, another teacher of mine, also listens or listened to one of them. I don't know. But um, thanks, Wendy and Claudia. I'm calling them by their first oh, names now. Oh, look at you. You're like when the, yeah. that, the guy at the... the f- did you have it at your high school that like spring break, like freshmen in college would come back to the high school to walk around or like that first? Oh God! It's like, yeah. What are you doing, Gus? <laughs> no, go home. You go I never wanted to be to that teacher, guy. You're like, ha! I'm your friend now, and it's like, no, you're still, yeah. There's <laughs> still a twenty year gap, and we have nothing in common. Just <laughs> <laughs> a weird kid. Yeah, that's me though. Yeah. Yeah. Wendy, Claudia, thanks for listening. Thanks for everybody who listened. Uh, let us know if you. Uh, if you uh, enjoyed, let us know. Well, let us know if there's a book you think we should read next. We're looking for another book. Yeah, we, we finished the season. Finished the season. Now it's time for us to go take the off season, stretch, recover. Yeah, ice it out. Yeah, definitely got to practice. Yeah, just just read a couple poems just to get our legs back. <laughs> just oh yeah, just a little, little short something, little 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 something, you know. Uh, keep keep in shape. Yeah, but yeah, if you have suggestions, please let us know. Yeah, we uh, it's it's exciting. It just it always feels good to finish one of these books and go, I did it. Oh my god, I know. We did. Oh it. yeah, and this is not the end. This is not the end. We're gonna we're gonna watch the movie. I cannot wait. Yeah, I think it'll be. It's like we talked about is that you can't summarize dialogue in movies. You gotta have the dialogue. So I'm interested to see what the yes. writer added. Yeah, and there's right like and then like Jane Austen has left the left the hole wide open for an amazing dialogue because some of the most intense scenes are just kind of like yeah, and then he told me he loved me or whatever. I'm like wait, 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 you just said what are you talking about? Yeah, like he described his you know like all these weird paragraphs that should be quotes, you know. But I'm uh, I'm curious, and Keira Knightley's in it. She's she's amazing. So yeah, the guy from Succession's in it. Tom Wamsgans in succession is Darcy. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I'm excited to see this movie, and uh, I, I'm. I'm glad I, I checked it off the list of classic books to finish. Yeah, baby. Any final thoughts, Kev? Uh, no. I, I I'm happy with the how the season went. It was a fun book to w- talk through with you. Thank you for going on this journey with me, Terrence. <laughs> Oh, Kevin! Thank you for thank you for going on this journey with me, and thank you for um, inviting me along in the first place. Yeah, you know, now low low two and a half years ago. Yeah, is that right? Uh, like that? Yeah, yeah, it is. And what is it? So we've done Gatsby, Catcher, To Kill a Mockingbird, and now Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, Pride and Prejudice. Look at us. Really moving along like the champs. We None are. the wiser for it. No. Not not a day. There has been wiser. no character development between us. <laughs> <laughs> we are. 
Yeah, we're a couple of static, uh, static douches. Almost caricatures of, of, of <laughs> men at the time. <laughs> oh man, and I never want to change. Yeah, I have not. I'm not going to go through any development. Oh, there's no speech that a uh, a feisty woman can give you to make you change. <laughs> oh, I'd hate that. If anybody wants to do that, uh, uh, please uh, go right ahead. I would actually love that. <laughs> go ahead, change me, change me. Yes. Use your character show me the ways. powers to change Terrence for the better. Oh, show me my hubris. Yes. I have too much hu- I have all this hubris and nowhere to point out that he indeed is actually not a gentleman. Yes. Oh. Well, well, thanks. Thank you. Uh thanks, Kevin. Thank you to our listeners. Thank you to all of our sponsors who have yet to be inserted into, <laughs> into these. Thank episodes. you to our future sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to Penguin Classics for sponsoring this podcast. And uh... if we just keep saying it, eventually they have to. <laughs> That's the rule, right? My mom, my mom will run an ad or something yeah. and be like, "Terrence is a nice boy. Here's five dollars." Yeah. Thank you to uh, <clears throat> my dad's business <laughs> for sponsoring. <laughs> Hartnet Law Offices. Uh, Brought to you, which is yeah, just my dad. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Well. Alright. Catch up for the movie. Thanks guys. Bye.